Welcome to Milo Time, where we dive into the list of things that Milo loved and spend some time with my beautiful, amazing, awesome, fantastic boy, Milo. Welcome to another episode of Milo Time. Daryl Kessler along with Lisa Cohen. Hi there. Once again, recording in Lisa's studio on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Thank you very much for hosting me, Lisa. Yes, I built this beautiful studio just for Milo time. Yeah, uh, you're being a little facetious, but you you <laughs> did, and it it looks like a studio. Again, we've we've said before that the studio doubles as your son Henry's room, and um, a lot of artifacts. He's got a lot of Rick and Morty in here. You know, and, so Rick and Morty is like a little bit fallen out of favor these days. Is that right? Because the creator had some bad stories about him. Oh, is that true? Yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. okay. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of artifacts of the things that Henry, uh, <laughs> the things that Henry loved. Yeah. Uh, Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Cards. This, this might uh, inspire us. Japanese soda bottles. The whole Rick and Morty thing maybe will inspire us to do... Yeah. An episode of Milo Time on separating the art from the artist. Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, maybe someday we'll, we'll, uh, we'll turn to that subject. Yeah, it's I don't know. That sounds a little everybody. heavy. Yeah. But so it, we're now in January. And um, as I remember, Lisa, I think last winter, is it last winter that you mm. had a foot injury? Yep. So I know. Like, I, I think you, on Christmas. Or on Christmas. Before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I took a bad step or something. And, yep. and I know you... And your family likes to ski, and I well, wonder whether you're going to... Some of us. Some of you. Not Isabel. Not Isabel anymore, but Henry likes to ski. Yes. So are you going to pick up I, the poles again and, and give it a shot? I would very much like to. You I would, would very much like to. Yes. Really? If we get snow. <laughs> if we get any <laughs> Which snow. Which is always a question. Would you venture off the East Coast to well, find we snow? We have, yeah. You we, have, we I know. Have you're you're yeah. fancy skiers. I, well, I wouldn't go that far, right. but... I will say that there is a, you know, it's, it's, it's like a snobby thing to say when people are like, oh, you got to ski out west. It's so mm-hmm. much better. And when I don't go, I'm like, you know what? It's fine out here. This is, how is this different? Whatever. And then you get out there and you're like, oh, yeah. Right. This is right. so much better. <laughs> right. So I, I've skied many, many times in my life and never skied anywhere but the Northeast. So yeah, yeah. I'm sort of like happy with what I don't know, like blissfully ignorant. But I, I, I'm aware Enough people have said that the skiing is just so much better and the weather is warmer and the snow is it's, better. Here's and... what's going to really change your mind and make you go out there. It's It it doesn't feel as scary. Yeah. Because there's no ice. You're right. Not like you're not, and, there's, and it's not crowded because yeah. it's so big and wide yeah. and like you don't feel like someone's going to, you know, bowl you over any yeah. second. So Although my the skiing, terror factor is uh, reduced. <laughs> it's, it's quite possible my skiing career is over. I just think yeah. that um, Max never loved it. Yeah. And... Um, Alana certainly never even liked it. Yeah. So I think that I think that my skiing career is probably over. I, I, I liked it. I liked skiing with the boys, but yeah. I don't have a natural love for it. I don't have a natural talent it's for it. My only, the only, and when I try to convince Isabel to like it, which will never happen, um, <laughs> I have said, you know what? What is good about it is that it is a way to get yourself out of the house and doing something in the winter when yeah. there are very few opportunities. That's true. And some beautiful vistas when you're out there. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. So our regular listeners to the program know that on this show, Milo Time, we take a look at a list of things that Milo loved that Alana and Max and I and many of Milo's friends have been building for the last number of years. And that list, as I've mentioned many times, continues to grow. 
and Lisa looks at the list and picks something that draws her attention, and away we go. So, Lisa, I'm wondering whether today, in 2024, Mm. whether anything is drawing your attention. First name, last name. Yes, first name, last name. So, first name, last name is a game that couldn't be more simple, that may have occupied... 2,000 hours of Milo's time throughout his childhood. Um, We've talked on this program before how Milo just loved games. Mm -hmm. And even though he was really much more of a numbers and a math guy, he loved sort of wordplay. And we've touched on this before, how he came to like Wordle and things like that. And he came to really like the New York Times crossword puzzle. And this dates back to a game that he and Max made up called First Name, Last Name, which again couldn't be simpler. The rule was you would name somebody their first name and last name, say, I named Lisa Cohen. And then the next person has to say a name that starts with, the first name starts with the letter C, which is the Mm. first letter of your last name. Got it. And we would do long drives and he and Max would just go back and forth almost exclusively with like basketball players. Any names, any names, of course, any names would be welcome, but but then um, there's no verification system, is yeah, there? Couldn't the, the, anybody just be like Joe Schmo? Yeah, the, the, I mean, in theory, if you were trying to game the system, Lisa, you could do that. I mean, in theory, <laughs> or I suppose. Or some kind of so, uh, <laughs> Something like that. But the general rule was it had to be a name that anyone yeah, who was right, playing would fair. recognize. Got it. So um, I remember Max and Milo, and then Alan and I would join in too. If we would take a, a long trip anywhere, if we were going on a, uh, even driving to go skiing, we would just go around the car for hours naming names, obscure athletes, basketball players, just such funny names would come up all the time just from this stupid little game. Mm-hmm. And I remember once when Milo was in, I think it was fifth grade, they did a trip to like Gettysburg mm-hmm. um, from his, from PS321. I think it was fifth grade. It might've been sixth grade. And he sat on the bus. I, I helped chaperone the trip. And he sat on the bus next to his great friend, Eamon Shokrane. And the two of them played first name, last name, <laughs> naming obscure athletes for the entirety of the bus trip there long trip. and back. It was like six hours. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, is either of them going to get tired yeah. of just naming obscure athletes? And are they going to run out of names? Yeah. And of course, they never did. And I remember, and they actually have a picture. I'm pretty sure I have a picture on my phone of Milo and Eamon sitting next to each other on that bus mm. um, in the middle of an epic game of uh, first name, last name. And that was just indicative of things that interest him. And as I mentioned, wordplay, things of that nature. Um, he did come to really like the New York Times crossword puzzle, as I said already. Um, he always got a kick out of the fact that when we would go, if we would go to John's Pizza before mm-hmm. we'd go to see a Broadway show, mm-hmm. they would advertise that they had no slices, you know, in quotes. <laughs> yes, right. But they would put it in quotes, and we'd be like, why is it in quotes? Yeah. You, either you have slices or you don't. It's not someone <laughs> saying, no. Like, that's the kind of thing. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Yeah. It's not an inside joke, and it's right. not like saying something ironic or anything like right. that. Like, right, right. No slices. Oh, we have slices. No, you yeah. actually don't have slices. Why the quotation marks? <laughs> uh, that kind of thing always drew his attention. He he uh, spent a lot of time debating 
the difference between no goodniks and ne'er do wells. He said, <laughs> "When does someone qualify as a no goodnik?" And when <clears> where, they, yes, what, is one where, worse? Than is the one other? worse than the other? And um, if anyone has thoughts on that subject, These are good the, questions. the great no goodnik ne'er do well uh, debate, please share your thoughts on the <laughs> podcast. Uh, Instagram page. Not too much fighting in the comments, please. No, please keep it clean. Keep it clean. (laughs) Um, He loved the fact that there were a number of tennis players who had names that were similar enough that it could kind of be confusing on a score sheet. He loved that there was a Jerome, a Garin, a Galang, and a Huta Galang, (laughs) and a Galan. He thought that that was absolutely hilarious. He thought that he just, (laughs) he just, he just loved the idea. He loved that there was a Bagness and a Bagdadis, two tennis players. <laughs> he liked that there was a D Novak and a Novak Djokovic. These kinds of things made him laugh all the time. And then the ultimate was, um, he loved that on the Brazilian national soccer team, there was a guy named Everton, a guy named Weverton, a guy named Everson, and another guy named Everson, all on the same soccer team. <laughs> He thought that was hilarious. And of course, he loved the fact that there was a basketball player named, I mean, I could cry thinking about this because he got such a kick out of it. There was a great basketball player named DeMarcus Cousin. DeMarcus Cousins, I'm sorry. And then there was another guy named Marcus Cousin. And he just oh, thought it was absolutely hilarious. And then, of course, there was Dwayne Wade and Dean Wade. Um, and these are the kinds of things that... Um, were so uh, silly and funny and all this kind of wordplay that Milo mm. came to love as he as he got older. And I remember, and I'm as I'm talking now, I'm pulling it up on my phone, one time when Alana, Max, Milo, and I were playing the name game in the car, we decided to try to figure out if we could make one long chain of names where you had first names that sounded like last names and last names Mm. that sounded like first names. And as I've been talking to you, I did a search for one of the names that I knew was in that. And I actually found the list that we put together. Excellent. It's sort of uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable that I have it. And, um, and here I go. So the name, the, the lengthy name that we came up with was Larry David Ross Stevens Douglas, Stephen Douglas, Douglas Martin, who was a running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Martin Lawrence, who's a comedian, Lawrence Frank, who was the coach of the New Jersey Nets, Frank Adams, who was a friend of Max's and pitched travel baseball for the Brooklyn Bulldogs, Adam Scott, the actor, who was one of Milo's favorite actors. Scott Shannon wasn't he like a DJ? Oh like, yes, like yes, Scott Shannon. yes, 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 yeah, very right? good. Scott good. Shannon, Shannon Sharp, who was a, wait, wait. a football Sharp, player. But he was Sharp a football is, player. I know, but that's not a name. Oh yes, it is. Oh boy, you don't remember the mayor of Newark, Sharp James? Of course. So we oh went Sharp God. James. We went Sharp wow. James. Right? Wait, I'm not done yet. James Taylor, Taylor, right? Okay, good. Then Taylor Herman, who was another uh, rec league baseball player on Max's good. baseball team. Herman Edwards, who was a Jets coach. Then we got a little obscure. We went with Edwards Albert. Now, this is a little bit of a stretch because the guy who ran the local rec baseball league and travel baseball organizations, his name was Eddie Albert. But we needed an Edwards, so we call him Edwards. And by the way, from the time we made this lengthy um, 
this lengthy connected Are you going to get back to Larry? That'd yeah. be good. We started to call him Edwards Albert. We called oh, him internally in our house. We called him Edwards <laughs> just for the sake that of making his sure. Name now. Yeah, that is yeah. his name. Edwards Albert still going. Then Albert Jefferson, because that was Al Jefferson was a basketball player. And then Jefferson Bernard, who was a friend of Milo's and played nice. baseball with Milo. And then Bernard Jackson, who some in our audience may remember as a dominant but mercurial power forward on the 1980s Cornell Big Red basketball team. <laughs> and then Jackson Morris, who was another friend of Max. And then Morris Claiborne. And then Claiborne Pell. Wow. And then lastly, we went to from Claiborne Pell to Pelly Lindbergh, who was a goalie for the Philadelphia wow. Flyers. And that's how we spent about four very, hours. Very, impressive. That was probably a drive up to Mount Snow. Uh-huh. And that probably occupied a good chunk of that trip. Now, I presume there's a rule against uh, using the internet to assist. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, no, okay. definitely. Right. No, no, no sure. internet assists. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And, you know, there were a lot of um, rulings required, for example, on Edwards Albert. It was not the name that he was known by. But so we were what kind was of the, in a pinch. What was the appeal system? Was the, it like... the appeal system? I think we played like if a majority of us thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think Milo was probably the most likely to be a stickler. Yeah. But the idea of Edwards Albert was just too funny. That's, that's great. We had that's we good. had to ride with it. We had yeah. to we had to absolutely let it go. Um, the last thing I have to mention that was just so funny that isn't really a word game or it's certainly not a name game and it's not first name last name. But we used to when we would visit my. Um, brother and his wife, Gordon and Katie, and their boys, Max and Milo's cousins, Zach and Noah, up in Westchester. Every now and then, we would go a route that would take us by this particular stop sign. And in one of the great comedy bits Mm -hmm. I've ever seen, someone had spray painted on this stop sign. It says, you know, just a regular stop Mm -hmm. sign. And someone had just written under it, hammer time. And, (laughs) and, and, and we thought it was just the funniest thing. That's good. It's so good. That's it's good. so good. God bless and that person. I, I, I mean, it's just so brilliant. And it remained in like leafy, beautiful Westchester mm-hmm. for years. Good. Stop and like graffiti underneath <laughs> at hammer time. So I'm not encouraging graffiti, but I am suggesting that if you are inclined. Make to, it good. If you're inclined to deface a stop sign, you might want to think about simple classic hammer time it was great and milo loved it it was definitely something milo loved along with first name last name and all the other stuff we've been talking about um all as i always say beautiful memories beautiful thank you so much for joining us on this episode of milo time be sure to join us again next time when we once again look at the list of things that milo loved and stay tuned for sweet lefty in its entirety by idea the idea of machines and once again do Check out the Idea of Machines and their new album on Apple on Apple Music and on Spotify. Thanks for joining us. 